is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Oh, here we go. The Sunday Monster Cast begins right now. Mark Walters on this Sig Sauer microphone for you in the Car Firearms Group studios. All of it presented to you today and every day by X Insurance. I want to th- say happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend. I did. And I, don't be surprised if we come out of the box a little bit slow today but i don't know i don't think so i got a big cup of coffee going on here a big defender coffee going and i think we're going to be just fine before we go to my first guest and we have a big lineup today for you with a lot to talk about because biden wasn't setting on his laurels was he no 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 lots to cover for you today but before we do that those of you who are interested i get a lot of emails where can i watch the show where can i participate in the chat greg and dallas if you would please tell listeners around the country who are not driving where they can watch the show and participate in the chat while we are live for the next three hours before we go to mr gottlieb sir absolutely everybody put down your turkey sandwich head on over to armedamericanradio.org in that top right hand corner slap those three little hash marks when that window pops open select the watch live option and like mark said if you are driving and you want to listen don't do that you can head on over to the listen live link and select the sunday monster cast link because it is sunday uh, and if you missed the previous podcast or maybe you were out for the holidays and want to catch up on the shows that we played while we were out for the holidays you can head to that podcast link right above that and at the very bottom of all of those links, if you're a big fan of the show, go on down to the shop link and pick you up pick you up some uh, AAR merchandise. If you want to join our live chat while we are live on the air six days a week and pretty much 24-7, head over to your app store and grab the Telegram messaging app. When you create your profile, just do a search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And the conversation is always lively over there. Greg, we appreciate you giving that information out today. Let's go to our first guest, none other. Then the venerable Alan Gottlieb. Alan, welcome to the program, my friend. It is a pleasure to have you here, and happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Thank you to you and to all your listeners as well. I don't know that we can find anything to talk about, Alan. We might just want to go to the end music and cue it up because, you know, I don't even know where to begin. It's been an incredible week. It really, truly has, just when you think... They are not going to find anything else. They do. So, Alan, let me start with this. Joe Biden telegraphed again that he wants to that he sees no social redeeming value in semi-automatic weapons. He's aghast that we allow semi-automatic purchases. We'll play the clip later in the show for you, ladies and gentlemen, because it will be a recurring theme throughout the entire broadcast today with our guest lineup. No doubt. Alan, we've already known this. Did Joe Biden misspeak when he said semi-automatic, or is it just coming out what we already know they want to do? Oh, he's used that terminology to ban all semi-automatic weapons now for months and months and months. 
so, I mean, there's nothing new with it. It's not a mistake. It's not a flub. Uh, and again, again, you know, like I think I mentioned in one of your shows a couple of weeks ago, uh, that after the midterm elections, they were, he was going to make another push with Congress to ban 9mm pistols and semi-automatic rifles. Uh, and there was no doubt about it. And that's as a result, the Second Amendment Foundation, for this the third straight week, had been running national TV spots on 13 national cable networks, letting everybody know what Biden's up to and getting people engaged and involved, um, you know, in de- defending their gun rights. So th- this is nothing new, and we were prepared for it before the, the election. But we had the spot cut. Uh, we bought it to air immediately the day after the, after the midterm elections because we knew this was coming. Well, Alan, let's go there briefly. I've seen some emails and I've seen a lot of chatter online, a lot of comments and some news reports, et cetera. What is the game plan from your perspective with Biden and the administration now in a lame duck session? You know, we still have uh, Herschel Walker out there. Of course, that won't matter until after January. What are they planning on doing? Is there what's the threat to us during the lame duck? I have a theory, but I'll wait to hear your response. Well, during the lame duck session, you know, they already got a bill passed by the House banning so-called assault weapons or semi-automatic firearms uh, that's been stalled in the Senate. And, of course, what they have now as a weapon is the fact they've got to have a, get a budget passed, uh, you know, a debt ceiling thing passed. Uh, and those are the kind of things that are too difficult to vote against for a lot of a lot of politicians. And so they get this stuck in as an amendment that bill stuck in from the House as an amendment to this uh, to go along with it. Uh, they're hoping to peel off enough votes to be able to bust a filibuster. That's what my concern is between now and the uh, and the end of the year. Okay. I'm going to go a step further because you're, I think you're spot on with that. I don't know how successful they'll be, but let's go. Let's just dig just a little bit deeper because this they're going to try to push. I believe I would not be shocked to see the push in the in the Senate for a vote on an assault weapons ban, simply to knowing that they won't get they won't get those 10 votes. But to shame Republicans as we move into the next Congress after that Congress is sworn in, regardless of what happens in the Senate. I think that's a tool that they might use. Could I be onto something there, do you think? Oh, most definitely they'll use that as a tool. Their hope is to get it passed, but if they can't get it passed, they want they want to, you know, go after Republicans for supporting gun rights. Uh, you know, what's interesting is uh, nationally, uh, Gallup's latest poll shows that gun ownership is up and more people oppose gun control than before. Uh, and that, that's a good sign. Uh, our problem is, again, going to be after the uh, this session of Congress when they come back come back in January, if the Democrats are in full control of the Senate, so to speak, which looks pretty likely at this juncture, uh, and, and they're able to peel up a couple of Republicans who only have a slight majority in the House to pass something, we could be in trouble all next year and the year after again. And then we've got states like Colorado, where the legislature became significantly more Democrat and more anti-gun. Bloomberg dumped a fortune into the elections into Colorado and came away with some key victories. And so now we're looking at significant legislation flows in states like Colorado to add places like, you know, Washington, Oregon, California, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts. So we're going to have a rough couple of years ahead of us. But the main thing is trying to kill everything they're trying to do to us between now and January 1. Uh, tell people, if you would, why that 51st vote, why Walker's election here, where I sit in the state of Georgia, is so vital now to gun owners in particular. Obviously, this is Armed American Radio. 50-50 Senate, 51-49. Explain the significance of that, if you would. 
Well, our big problem is, is that, or the problem our opponents have had, is that, like, uh, Senator Manchin from West Virginia wouldn't go along with busting the filibuster uh, and doing other things to, to hurt gun owners. Uh, if they have the 51st vote there, you know, with... Uh, uh, with a victory in Georgia, his vote won't count because then Kamala Harris can break that break that tie and, and continue to do it. So that vote is, is very critical for us right now. Yeah, it's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're paying careful attention. We cannot rest on our laurels at, at all. If you're in any position to donate to Herschel Walker here in the state of Georgia, please do so. Early voting, believe it or not, began yesterday, Alan, here in the state of Georgia. The election is based. I know a judge upheld that. Again, I believe the uh, Georgia Supreme Court allowed that voting to continue or to begin on Saturday. So voting is underway here in the state of Georgia now, and Herschel Walker needs our support from from anywhere and everywhere across the country. Alan, let me start down here. I'm going to say at the bottom and work my way up, but I want to go back to the Delaware gun ban. You and I talked about this a week ago, the Second Amendment Foundation filing a federal lawsuit that challenged the constitutionality of Delaware's recently adopted ban on so-called assault weapons on the grounds of the legislation, and that is House Bill 450 violates the Second Amendment. Also joining that suit, the Firearms Policy Coalition and a Nevada-based group, DJJ AMS LLC, who is a firearms retailer. Let's step forward now. You filed a brief at SAF supporting a motion for an injunction against Delaware HB 450. Where do we stand here now? Well, this is, by the way, what's amazing to me is Delaware goes and passes this assault weapon ban bill and governor signs into law a week after the Bruin decision. Uh, so they're really thumbing their nose at, at the United States Supreme Court, which is not going to sit well uh, when it finally uh, an assault and ban bill uh, uh, challenge. It goes up to the Supreme Court. Probably this won't be the one to do it because there's a Maryland one that the Human Foundation has filed that's, move, that's already moving up the, up the chain quicker. Right. Uh, so it's probably going to Maryland will get there, but hopefully it'll, it'll take this one out at the same time. But we, we filed this suit, and uh, this week we filed uh, for a preliminary injunction motion uh, you know, against the law to freeze it. Uh, and so we're hoping the court's going to act pretty quick and at least freeze it in Delaware before you can get, get further along the lines of litigating it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to take our first break. When we come back, I want to talk with Alan about that assault weapons ban, assault weapons ban in Maryland and fast tracking. Is this fast track to the Supreme Court? I know I get a lot of questions on that. We'll have Mr. Gottlieb answer that for us. We're here in the Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters on the Sig Sauer mic. All of it presented by X Insurance. Back with Mr. Gottlieb right after this. Don't go away. It's going to be a great show. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain of ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com.
Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters on the Sig Sauer Mike, the Car Firearms Group Studio. Fired up. If you're watching the program, you're seeing us in high definition. We appreciate it. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. And if you're watching said video on your televisions or your devices, whatever it may be, that is brought to you by Lead Slingers and the great Daniel Defense. More about our partners coming up in one of the next few segments. Let's go back to Mr. Alan Gottlieb. We've got him for another segment. Mr. Gottlieb, welcome back in, my friend. Quickly, the, a question that I have on the assault weapons case in Maryland. Fast-tracking. Again, more questions from listeners coming in. Could we? How fast do you believe we might see something in conference at the Supreme Court if it goes that far? How fast is this moving, do you think? Well, you know, the terminology fast-tracking means something in, in, in courts of law. This isn't necessarily fast-tracked that way. But we had this case filed uh, prior to Bruin to begin with, uh, and then we updated it with the Bruin decision. And uh, the appeals court moving back, you know, back to the lower court, back to the appeals court, and so we're sitting there now at the appeals court, uh, waiting for a ruling there, and then it's we, we petition for cert to the U.S. Supreme Court. So we're getting closer every day. We're not quite there yet. Uh, I can't tell you when uh, the Supreme Court would, would would grant cert and we'd hear it. Uh, so it, it's tough to say right now, but you know we're, we're moving it there. It's getting there. Now, it would seem to me, based on what we know post-Bruin and what the court did, that this case has a high likelihood of getting there. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my personal well, opinion. Look, I could be yeah. wrong. Go ahead, Alan. Well, this is one of the cases that the Supreme Court, you know, uh, remanded, reverse remanded and whatever back down to the lower courts to, quote unquote, clean up and get back to them. So it, 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 it's, it's moving there. Of course, what could happen here, it may not get to the U.S. Supreme Court because the appeals court eventually may just rule in our favor based on Bruin and the, and the Supreme Court won't take an appeal of it. So it may not get there. And that's why we're following so many of these types of cases all across the country in different circuits. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why your support of the Second Amendment Foundation right now in particular is so gosh darn important. We need the support out there because of cases like this and moving these cases as fast as we can. And then there and there are Alan, there's a glut of them. I mean, we could be busy all day and we are busy all day, every day looking at new cases as well, aren't we? Without getting specific about cases. Is this the most active you've been? I would guess it probably is. Oh, the last couple of months have been unbelievable for cases being filed or or being re uh, rebriefed because of the Bruin decision and things moving in the courts. Uh, yeah, and new cases are being filed, and of course, you know, motions for preliminary injunctions, temporary restraining orders. Uh, you know, we're 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 active all across the country in in in, in a zillion states. Uh, so yeah, we haven't been this busy legally, even though we're always busy. It's been absolutely amazing since the Bruin decision. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we need your help, please. SAF.org. These cases are not free, and we need your support. Join SAF like me and donate whatever you can monthly. It is much needed. Alan, let's move quickly now. Federal judge grants preliminary injunction in New York private property case. What's going on here? This is the uh, Christian Negrelli case. 
Uh, yeah, uh, this is really great. We had a, a temporary restraining order, and now we have a preliminary injunction. Uh, and it, it's it's really great because the judge's verbiage is fantastic. You know, he's saying, you know, while people have a right to ban you, you from having carrying your guns uh, on the private property, the government doesn't have the right to tell you you can't take it on people's private property. So it's it's really it's really good. Uh, and we've got it. Of course, the, the government in New York State is you know going to be trying to appeal it or stay or stay the order. Uh, so you know we haven't totally won it yet. But so far, every decision that we've had, you know, going with, you know, guns in parks, private property, uh, in, ch- in churches, houses of worship, uh, we're winning. And that's the important thing. And eventually we will totally win. And, you know, New York's going to get, get smacked. It's just a matter of time until it's finally done. I love that. And listeners, you probably caught that as well. I'll let Alan's words stand for themselves and speak for themselves. New York is going to get smacked. We, you know, the time frame here. Alan, uh, New York, obviously, it seems to me and I know it seems to listeners to be ground zero, not just because Bruin was a New York case, but because of what they're doing behind the scenes to snub their nose at the Supreme Court. Is my assessment there fairly accurate? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, eventually one of these cases is, is going to be taken back by the Supreme Court, uh, and, and we're going to be there. And the important thing, this, this, these cases in New York, example, like New Jersey is in the process right now of passing very similar laws that New York passed that we're challenging and, and winning on. All right, so let's let's stay with New Jersey briefly. We expect them. I, I do. I, I expect to see Murphy mirror image what Hockle is doing in New York. And so these cases, what happens in New York if we get them in court fast enough, would also put or could put the kibosh on the Jersey case and the Jersey legislation as well, right? Oh, yeah, but we'll be suing in New Jersey separately anyway. It's in a different circuit <laughs> than New York, and we're not going to let them get away with it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you have to join the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan is doing God's work over there. All right, let's, let's fly across the country. SAF is filing a member or did file a memorandum in a motion for an injunction in a California gun show ban case. What's happening here? More shenanigans from the lefty kooks out in California. Yeah, the, the state of California passed a ban on gun shows on uh, on public property, um, and so we filed suit on that, and we filed a motion for uh, our preliminary injunction on that, and a memorandum in support of it. Uh, we're hoping to get this to move very quickly. I think there's a court date coming up in, within the next couple of weeks in California. Uh, we'll, we'll have all arguments on it, and I'm kind of excited about this one because I think we're going to definitely win it. The whole theory behind it, we've already won against uh, San Diego County, uh, doing it on, on property in their county, on public property. So we have, and we're before the same judge. I, I feel pretty good about this one, too. Being in the Ninth Circus out there, though, <laughs> moving up the ladder, how do you feel as it gets deeper and deeper in or up, if it does? Um. Well, it's going to move up the ladder. There's no doubt about it. California won't let go when they lose at the, at the, at, you know, at the lower court level, uh, and it's going to move on up. And this is a case I'd love to be able to petition for search to the U.S. Supreme Court because there's no logic in banning gun shows where, quite frankly, gun sales, like in California, gun shows are even more highly regulated than they are anywhere else. So there's no, there's, no, there's no way the government can make an argument that it's even needed. And even after the Bruin decision, they don't even get to really do that in court anymore because it's just based on the text and history. So I feel really good about this, and uh, I'd like to get at the Supreme Court because the more Supreme Court rulings we get nailing down Second Amendment rights, the harder it will be for future courts to take them away. 
You better believe it. Post-brewing environment, ladies and gentlemen, in full swing. Back to New York again, 30 seconds out. Well, you know what? I'm not going to have enough time to ask you about the New York Parks ban case. Let me ask you this. Greg asked me a question during the break. Gun sales over Thanksgiving had to have been up based on Biden's rhetoric. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. And coming into the Christmas season for Christmas gift gift giving uh, as well, I'm sure gun sales will be up for December as well as well as November. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Biden is a great gun salesman. I mean, these people on the other side don't realize that every time they attack gun rights, they just sell more guns. Well, it used to be it used to be Obama's picture up in gun shops, Alan. Now it's Obama's and Biden's. Alan, thanks for being here. We'll catch up with you throughout the week and again next week on the MonsterCast. Guys, we'll get as much in with Alan as we can. A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart News. Alan, thanks for being here. Happy Thanksgiving again. And we'll be back with Mr. A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart. Don't go away. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. 
That's 425-454-7012. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Ah, welcome back. Time is flying. We're getting in our groove, getting on a roll here in the Car Firearms Group studios. Mark Walters on the mic, the Sig Sauer mic for you, all presented by X Insurance. Greg, uh, fast two segments with Mr. Gottlieb, but as always, incredibly informative. And I didn't get to anywhere. Near, I, I ran out of time. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's the way it works out every time with him. There's so much going hey, on. Before we get to Mr. Hawkins from Breitbart News, I was on Newsmax yesterday at 5 o'clock on the count. All right. And a fascinating conversation, but I failed to record it, so I'm still oh, well. looking for the recording. There were some uh, there were some drops in there that I, I want to get for you that you'll like. Anyway, let's go to AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News. AWR, how you doing, my brother? Happy Thanksgiving, bro. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Pleasure's mine having you here, as always. Thanks for being here. I I have so much to talk with you about. I, the recurring theme of today's program is going to be Biden saying the quiet part out loud. And let's just go there. You've written about it extensively, but Biden wants to ban. He sees no social redeeming value in hundreds of millions of firearms owned by a hundred plus million Americans at all. He sees no social redeeming value whatsoever. And now saying the quiet part, semi-automatic. We predicted this years ago, AWR. What's going on here? I asked Mr. Gottlieb the same question. I want to get your opinion. Clearly, this is not a mistake on Dementia Joe's part. He said it. He's been saying it. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, those are my thoughts. He's been saying that he, in May, I remember, he wanted to get rid of 9mm pistols because right. they blow the they blow the lungs out of the body. So, uh, you know, this guy doesn't understand guns and uh the push for semi-automatics is what the push for assault weapons has always been. He just admitted it, and he's too deranged to control himself. So he said it out loud. Uh, but just because he's deranged doesn't mean his party doesn't share his goal. I think they do. They'd love to ban semi-automatics. And so now more than ever, you got to be grateful that Republicans won that House. And now more than ever, you got to keep the heat on them, let them know. You folks picked up the house because you're supposed to be there as a firewall to keep these lunatics from 
from getting this gun control. And that's all the left. The left is a group of lunatics. And uh, and uh, we need to remind our House members, that's why you're there. You stop them. You keep those crazy people from getting inside the city gates. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. We know there are some weaklings over there in the House uh, when it comes to gun control. I'm pretty hopeful that we'll be able to, to keep the enemy at the gates. I, I'm hopeful that's the case. But, you know, again, I'm an eternal optimist when it comes to this. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it's why the Senate is so important with Herschel Walker's victory here in the state of Georgia. We have to have that. That 50-50 with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker is an absolute necessity now since we're not going to get a majority in the Senate. It's imperative that we get this man elected. So please visit TeamHerschel.com and donate what you can like I did. Just help us out here. This is, this is not just Georgia. It's for, the, it's for the nation. AWR, the assault weapon, as you just mentioned, I'll put words in your mouth because I know this is, is what you think, but I want to get you to, to expand on a little bit, is the low-hanging fruit. And you said it, that the push for semi-automatics is what the assault weapon ban is about. And I've pushed the theory for a number of years on the program. Let's get the assault weapons ban first. And I'll go back to Murphy in the historic gun control bill that moved out of the House and Senate that Biden signed. That has done absolutely nothing to stop any crime whatsoever or any issue. It won't, period. But I don't believe Murphy wanted the assault weapon ban in there, even though he said he did so that they could use it to shame the Republicans because they knew that another nutcase is going to use a long gun during the commission of a crime. And we saw that happen. And now we're, they're doing exactly what they what we said they were going to do, attacking the Republicans and using it for a push, including the lame duck coming up. But their real goal, if I heard you correct, is semi-automatic. That's why they're working that into the lexicon, Correct. Oh, yeah, and they've been doing that off and on for a few years, but that's what they want. you got to understand these heathens don't know the difference. You take someone like Eric Swalwell or Chris Murphy. I think Chris Murphy, Senator Murphy, must glue his hair on every morning. You you look at these folks. They don't know the difference between a semi-automatic and a bottle of ranch dressing. All they know is there are a lot of them out there, and we got to get rid of them. And what they don't understand is... The semi-automatic action allows a female to carry a larger round than she otherwise would be able to carry because the action absorbs part of the recoil, makes that firearm controllable for her. So if she's got to protect herself or her husband or her boyfriend or her girlfriend or her kids, whoever it is, she can do it. Uh, they're ideal for self-defense. And uh, these heathens on the left, they, they can't they can't understand that. That's just how it works. Uh, you're spot on. on that, along that same line, let's go to your piece titled Number of Americans Carrying Guns Daily Jumps to at Least Six Million. A new study was recently done. I've read the entire study. I know you have as well. But the number of Americans who leave their homes with a pistol or revolver on their person jumped from approximately three million in 2015 to six million in 2019. And that was a study conducted by University of Washington researchers. I would suggest that that number is light. Because they did admit that there were some people that refused to answer. So if you put that across the spectrum, but that number is encouraging, is it not that law abiding citizens are, in fact, doubling up on exercising their rights? And the number one concern was self-protection, right? Right. Yeah. Well, that's one thing the researchers took away. They said folks are no longer buying guns for hunting and recreation. 
They're not no longer, but those aren't the number one reasons that now folks are buying them for self-defense. And uh, so, yeah, and what that study also found, besides 6 million carrying every day, 16 million, 16 said they carry once a month or something like that. So I believe the truth is probably the number of actual carriers somewhere between six and 16 million. And yeah. uh, those people are probably like me. If someone called me and asked me that question, I'd, I'd, I'd tell them to go buy a Big Mac and shut up, and I'd hang up on them. And, uh, you know, and that's probably how a lot of those people feel. I'm not going to talk to people about things like that if I don't know to whom I'm speaking. Well, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I don't answer questions like that either. It's nobody's business. I don't care who they tell me they're with or what they're talking about. I don't care what survey or study it may be. That's nobody's business, which is why I say that that number is likely light. But I would have to agree with you based on at least some of the questions that I read in here that that number is between six and 16 million and probably closer to 16 million. When someone answers that they carry a gun at least part of the time during a month, there could be a lot of reasons for that. Maybe they don't go out that often. Maybe it's where they happen to go at certain times. Maybe that is them carrying a gun all the time based on what their schedule may look like. So I think that number is probably likely higher than it is. But they did point out Rowani Rabar, who is, I guess, the head of the study, indicates he believes, and I quote from you, the number of Americans carrying daily will continue to surge. We have every reason to believe this is a trend that is probably going to continue. And with crime skyrocketing, AWR in Democrat-run cities, I see <laughs> I see that number doubling again next year, don't you? Yeah, well, and the number is likely quite higher than reported anyway. And they said that. They said, you know, probably between 2019 and now, with the record-setting pace of gun sales, who knows who knows how many people are carrying today uh, on a daily basis. And so the only thing I would say to listeners is learn your state laws and be one of the people that carries every day. Figure out what your state laws are. Get you a gun, get familiar with it, and carry every day. Because otherwise you end up by somebody like that Walmart manager, worked at yeah. that store since 2010, and what's he do? corners a bunch of his co-workers and starts popping them. If someone had had a gun, it could have been a great story right there. They could have taken him yeah. out. But this lunatic, this lunatic tells people that bitter seed apricots solve cancer. That's what he puts in his death note. That's how crazy he was. When we come back, I want to talk with you a little bit about uh, Walmart's policy as well, because you wrote about a change in their policy a few years ago. AWR Hawkins, one more segment. Don't go away. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? 
or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment. And I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. You are back to me indeed. I will be filling your prescription for freedom for the remainder of this hour and the following two hours here in the Car Firearms Group studios on this six hour microphone. 
And I, I want to, all presented by X Insurance, but I want to point this out. AWR closed out the segment with get a gun and carry it every single day. I know what that means. I changed my mindset back in 2002 when I had a firearm on my person on my way to work and was forced to pull that firearm on two individuals attempting to carjack a vehicle off my front left bumper and then turn their attention towards me. And I put a stop to it without having to fire a shot. And I often commented, AWR, that up until that moment in time, they may have run into, they had a 50-50 shot of running into an armed victim. Today, it's 100% of running into an armed victim, should they choose to make me a victim again, because I never leave my cave without my club. As I say for years, no self-respecting caveman would ever walk out of his cave without his club, particularly in today's day and age. I just think that's great advice. You mentioned uh, in a piece you put up on the 23rd, Walmart banned customers from openly carrying handguns for self-defense in 2019. I remember the day that happened. It was fodder for the show. I carry a hand. I was in Walmart today for the first time in quite some time, and I had a firearm, obviously, that when I got back out to the car, I realized AWR was openly displayed, was inside the pant, but my uh, my shirt was behind it. Nobody says anything to me in the state of Georgia. I've seen people walking around openly carrying handguns in basically every store I've ever been at some point in time. What's the deal with Walmart here? Are they catching any flack from that? Do you know? Well, I mean, they're not now. They were then. They not only banned open carry, but they called on Congress to pass more gun control. So Sam Walton's rolling over in his grave. Uh, yeah, Walmart is another woke corporation as far as guns go. And, uh, you know, as I wrote the New York Times after that Tuesday shooting in Walmart, the New York Times criticized Virginia for allowing open carry. I can't believe you still allow open carry. And the New York Times didn't do the research enough to know Regardless of what Virginia does or doesn't allow, Walmart bans it, so it wasn't an open carry situation. And uh, that's that. I mean, you just – an open carry – I used to not open carry that much, Mark, but I open carry quite often now. I like it because I don't have to worry about a shirt or something getting in the way. I know other people have different views. I'll hear people criticize open carry quite often. Well, that's their choice. Sure. You know, I don't like their nasty shoes. I wear shoes I like. So, you know, we we all have our own choice. Uh, but uh, whether you open carry or conceal carry, I just encourage you to know your state laws to carry every day and be ready because you, you are your own first responder. And from the time that crime begins, not the time it ends, from the time it begins until police show up, that could be a half hour, could be 40 minutes, could be three minutes. Three minutes is a long time for a dude with an axe is swinging at your head. That's a long time, three minutes. Well, you better so, believe that. And, well, look, you know what that sick feeling in the pit of your stomach. My God, I wish I had a firearm at the very moment you need it the most and don't. I, the, 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 the feeling in the pit of the stomach would be absolutely horrifying to think that, hey, my employer disarmed me. That thought is going to go through your mind. At that moment in time, I wish I would have violated their policy. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to tell you what to do. It's your job. But if your state allows you to carry a firearm somewhere, well, you know, maybe you need to learn the difference in the meaning between concealed and open and conceal that firearm. Uh, it's up. It's entirely up to you. I wouldn't want to find myself in that position at all. AWR, I'm not catching. I, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing some 
left-wing dribble about the fact that he bought the gun earlier that day in Virginia. He bought the gun lawfully. It's a handgun. It doesn't fit the narrative of the assault weapon. Uh, he's a black guy. He's a manager at the store. The whole narrative is blown out here. How long do you, I mean, I've been the story's already falling off the pages, is it not? Because it doesn't fit that narrative. Right. It's gone the way of Paul Pelosi, his hammer and uh, <laughs> the dude, the dude he had the late night rendezvous with. It's all gone that way. So that's over. Uh, if you think about it, if you think about it, the Virginia University of Virginia football shooting and this shooting, right. both with a handgun, didn't fit the narrative. They disappeared. The shooting in Colorado fit the narrative for two days. And then they learned that the Colorado shooter, the alleged shooter, uses pronouns they, them. Boom. That one's gone. So basically, the lesson that I would learn here if I were listening is, that to the left, these lives don't matter. Three were lost in the University of Virginia. Six were lost in Walmart. Five were lost in a Colorado attack. But the stories are gone because it's not ultimately the lives lost that matter. It's the opportunity to secure an agenda that matters. And that should be all you ever need to know to despise Wait. Democrats. You are dead on. And I, I want to dig a little bit deeper here, too, and bring up Virginia Tech. Three notorious shootings. And I want to add another one. Virginia Beach a few years ago. All of these shootings, ladies and gentlemen, were committed by individuals with handguns, not, quote unquote, the left's proverbial assault weapons. None of them fit the narrative and virtually every single one of them, with the exception of Virginia Tech, because the body count was so high. But yet again, proving the fact that you do not need a weapon of war, as they call it, to kill dozens of people. A simple handgun can do the trick, which is why they want the low-hanging fruit of the assault weapon and then move over to the semi-automatic uh, firearms. And we're talking about your pistols. And as Joe Biden has pointed out himself and AWR pointed out earlier, as did Alan Gottlieb, you are nine millimeters as well. They have no socially redeeming value whatsoever, except when they're in my hands and I use it to stop a crime against myself and my wife doesn't wind up a widow. My two-week-old daughter at the time still has her father and is now 20. And two years later, my son would subsequently be born because I had a gun and I had a handgun. You know, AWR, there's that. So that's the narrative that I want to I mention to you, ladies and gentlemen. That's why it's so important that you don't just read what they tell you. Understand what it is they're saying to you. And this example, these four examples that we just gave you in Virginia, committed with handguns, pretty much lays that out bare. 600-plus mass shootings for 2020, 2022 using misleading data from the Hill. This was a very disturbing story. We've got about 45 seconds. Take it away. We'll close out with this one yeah they use numbers from the gun violence archive which is a joke what that means is is if if there's a shooting no one has to be killed if there's a shooting uh and it's basically a mass shooting there are no more double homicides triple homicides murder suicides drive-by shootings gang violence no it's a mass shooting and the gun violence archive is full of where you'll have you'll have two no one killed mass shooting four people hurt no one killed mass shooting one person hurt no one killed mass shooting they list them all out and uh and now you've got sources like the hill quoting this garbage and 
claiming, yes, there were 600-plus mass shootings this year. That's a joke. It's a joke. And you have Fox doing the same thing, also quoting from the Gun Violence Archive. The same exact thing. Meanwhile, the FBI's numbers are about, oh, I don't know, three dozen, if I'm not mistaken, and it might not even be that high. Good heavens. It's just an, it's an agenda, and it's, a, it's an agenda-driven narrative. AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News. Thank you, brother, for everything you do. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. We'll see you soon out there in Arizona coming up very, very soon. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast will continue. You heard me talk about, if you were listening to The Daily Show, that I spent some time out west. I'll explain it at 6 after the hour. I was out with X Insurance and some great young kids, and we just were, oh, I watched some guys do God's work out there. They're going to join us. King Randall and a couple of his kids will be here in just a few moments. We'll be back at 6 after. Don't miss this segment coming up. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR.